as a general rule, we try not to call up people who are recuperating and ask them to come on the air during their recuperation. We've made an exception in this case, and I'm sure he's very happy about that. State Representative Tim Butler uh, joining us, I I assume, from his basement. That's where he said he's spending the next few days after testing positive for COVID-19 over the weekend. Representative Butler, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Jim, I I appreciate the opportunity, as always, to be on your show. And, yes, I'm coming live from my beautiful basement on uh, North 5th Street. (laughs) Obviously, everybody wants to know at this point, how are you feeling? You know, I, I feel okay. Uh, I've got a little bit of congestion that might come through during our conversation a little bit. And uh, this afternoon, I'm feeling uh, feeling a little, you know, kind of run down this afternoon a little bit. But actually, beyond that, not a whole lot of uh, symptoms. I've been uh, test, uh, taking my temperature a few times a day, and, and it seems to be okay. But uh, but obviously, um, you know, just uh, uh, trying to trying to pay attention to any changes that might come about. But uh, right now, I don't uh, I don't feel too bad. Walk us through this a little bit, if you don't mind. When did you first start noticing symptoms? I know you got tested on Saturday. Was that the the day you actually started to not feel right? Yeah, I would say, you know, um, when when I look back on it, it was probably uh, middle to late last week, uh, maybe Thursday or so, when started feeling uh, a little lightheaded, had a, had a headache. Uh, Friday uh, maybe had a little bit of a sore throat, but I mean nothing out of the ordinary. You know, I mean I oftentimes during, especially when we have these changes in weather like this, you know, I get a scratchy throat or something like that. So, so didn't think a whole heck of a lot uh, about it. But uh, then by uh, you know by Friday night into Saturday, um, you know, I was feeling a little worse. And Saturday morning is when when it really kind of came on, and that's. That's when uh, took my temperature and and realized that I had a temperature uh, above ninety nine and around a hundred. On I took it several times and and um, so that that's kind of when it uh, it really hit was on uh, Saturday morning. I know you've been asked this a hundred times already, but do you have any idea where you might have contracted COVID nineteen? I mean, really, really no idea. Um, you know, I have. Uh, uh, I mean, for the for the last week, I was I was pretty much just just around. Springfield um, spend I spend a lot of time at home like a lot of people do right now so you know I do get out and about there there have been some some events to go to and, and things to go out I've been in, I've been in my office in the Stratton building but that's that's pretty uh, pretty separated there uh, but you know I've look I've been to the post office I've been in the grocery store I got I got gas I had to fill up you know my tire was the air was low in it so I mean you you never know I mean I mean uh, where you pick it up who who knows where that could be um, but you know, I've, I've tried to be very good on wearing a mask and trying to stay separated and everything, but, but it's, um, you know, who, who knows where at the end of the day, where, where you pick it up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm, you know, being accusatory. I'm not trying to be, but I'll, I'll go ahead and ask, uh, you know, you said you, you, you tried to be good about wearing a mask. How consistent do you think you were with it when you were going to places like the post office or the store? Did, did you wear your mask in your office or, you know, how, how frequent were you actually using a mask? Yeah. I, you know, when, when, when I am out, I'm, I'm wearing a mask. So post, post office, grocery store, all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a mask. Uh, our office in the Stratton building, we, we are very good about, um, there's, there's usually, uh, maybe one or two of us in there at a time. Um, the offices for anybody who's been in my office, I have a very 
you know, it's, it's a, it's a big space in Stratton. So we're, we're spread out and everything, um, you know, but, but again, who knows? I mean, I mean, you know, it's, it could have, could have been anywhere where, where you pick it up. I mean, it's, it's been shown that the, you know, the virus stays on surfaces for a long time. Um, and so it's hard to say where, where I picked it up. Representative Tim Butler's with us here, testing positive over the weekend for COVID-19. Had, had you met with a lot of constituents in these last few days? What's the contact tracing process like for, for somebody in your position when you do have a lot of contacts? Yeah, I, uh, you know, we really haven't had a lot of, of meetings. We've, we've tried to stay away from that. It's a lot of, uh, we're doing a lot of virtual stuff, obviously, phone calls, emails, things like that as well. Uh, so haven't had a lot of, uh, a lot of in, person meetings. Um, I have not been uh, uh, contacted yet from the county officially about contact tracing, but, you know, there are, uh, you know, some people that I've reached back to that I, that, uh, you know, I know I was with directly over the last, um, you know, few days before, before I got tested. So I've reached out to them to make sure that they're aware. Obviously my staff knows and, and, uh, you know, our Stratton office building was being deep cleaned last night and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, anybody who's who's been in contact in the last uh, the last several days, I've, I've tried to reach out to and, and let them know what's going on. A couple of your legislative colleagues have also tested positive in recent days. I know you're not in session, but had you had any face to face contact with with any of your fellow lawmakers in, in that time span? Uh, not anybody that's not anybody that's that's tested positive. Um, you know, Representative Murphy and I see each, see each other. Uh, on a fairly regular basis, um, you know, just because we're we're here in Springfield, um, you know. Uh, beyond that, we did. Uh, I was down uh, last weekend um, uh, uh, helping out one of our candidates in the Metro East area, knocking on doors. But again, wore a mask when we were knocking on doors, and and if we knock on door, we back up if somebody answers the phone or answers the door and things like that. So. Uh, but not not a whole lot. Uh, haven't haven't seen a whole lot of my colleagues lately. Do you know has he had to get tested, Representative Murphy? I I, I don't know if he has uh, or, or not. I'd have to have to ask him about that. But obviously, you know, I've encouraged anybody that I was around with to, to get tested for it. Uh, you know, uh, now that you've you've had this, you know, firsthand, uh, and again, it, it's you know obvious that any one of us could pick this up and probably have no real idea exactly where it happened. Uh, what's your thoughts now on the steps the state is is trying to take to reduce the spread of this? Uh, I know you've raised some concerns about some of the restrictions and limitations that have been put in place or that have been talked about. Uh, has it changed your perspective on that at all? Where Where do you stand on that? Well, look, I've uh, you know I believe that um, you know the governor has done uh, a good job on being focused on combating the, the health side of this and and trying to trying to stay focused on the health side of it. You know, the, the problem is, and this is this is a you know, it's 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 an intricate problem to figure out, but the, the problem is the economic side of it, and and obviously when when we're telling you know especially people in the hospitality industry that, that we're really restricting their business, you know that's that's a tough thing. I mean these are I mean this this is actually putting people out of business, and that's that's a hard thing when um, you know when people have put their their life and their fortune into something. Uh, to to basically be be shut down and that's that's a tough thing and i i think it's something we need to we need to figure out what the proper balance is and how um you know what the proper path forward is on this 
And beyond that, I think people need to be personally responsible as well. I mean, like I said, I've tried to be responsible. I'm not, you know, look, I'm not going out and uh, showing up at a party or trying to trying to go to big events and things like that. And I think, and when I, when I've been out, I've I've tried very hard to make sure that I respect everything that we need to respect when it comes to wearing masks and social distance. And I hope people would be would be the same. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of this is about personal responsibility. But we also need to make sure that, uh, you know, there's an economy, our co- economy continues, and that there's, that there's jobs to return to as well when, when we get on the other side of that. And that's something that I worry about. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if the governor puts as much focus on the economic side of it as, they, as they've been putting on, on the health side of it. But it's, it's something I think we need to take a look at on both fronts. One of the things the governor has, has cited and, and other health officials have as well is that the contact tracing that's been done suggests that one of the most common things for people who test positive for it was dining indoors or being at a bar indoors where you're less likely to be wearing a mask. Had, had you done that in the, the last week or so? Um, uh, I'm trying to think. We uh, not particularly uh, indoors. Uh, whether it's a bar or restaurant, nope. Uh-uh. I mean, we had dinner at Curate outside uh, a week ago Friday. So we're we're right on the brink of that eight percent threshold here in Region Three, including Sangamon County. We could be there perhaps by tomorrow if the numbers keep going up three consecutive days, and we could find ourselves with that same prohibition on indoor dining and, and bar service. Is is that something we that shouldn't happen here, again, given the way the, the numbers are going up? I know you talked about that balance there, but, you know, where, where we are right now, we're seeing the numbers still climbing. Well, I think, I think first of all, it's, you know, I mean, the governor's made very clear what, what his intentions are. If, if um, you know, you meet the 8% threshold for the, you know, the rolling average for three days, um, that's, that seems to be the metric that he's used to to close things, uh, you know, to, to put more restrictions on there. And, and that, I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen, whether, whether, you know, I like it or not, or whether anybody likes it or not, that's what's in place for the governor. And uh, if, and when there's court decisions that, that rule in uh, one way or the other on that, we're going to, we're going to find out about it. But, but I, again, I think, I think the issue is, is, you know, I look, I hear from, from restaurant owners and bar owners and all these folks, you know, I mean, basically daily, I hear from industry people, from the Restaurant Association, the Licensed Beverage Association, people like that, that, that are very concerned about it. And I think, again, and, and look, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but I think this gets to the point, one of the points that we've that we've pushed on since the beginning, that there needs to be more collaboration on this. There does not seem still to be a lot of collaboration to try to make things work on both the health side and the economic side of things. If we're putting bars and restaurants out of business, that's putting stress on the system, that's putting stress on individuals, that's putting stress on IDES when it comes to claims for unemployment. It it puts stresses on people's health and mental state in other ways. And we need to make sure that we do everything we can, yes, to protect the health of people, but protect the economy as well. And and if, and if, if businesses are going out of business, that's, that's one part of it that we're failing. I mean, we need to be able to attack both sides of this. 
We're also eight days away from Election Day, and while most oddsmakers would consider you a prohibitive favorite against a a third-party challenger here, uh, how frustrating is it to you to be uh, in this home stretch of an election and not able to go out and do any campaigning? Well, certainly it is frustrating as as somebody who's running for office to not be able to go out and do the things that that you believe you you need to do uh, at the end of a campaign, Um, you know, but but even without my diagnosis over the weekend, it's, this has been a different campaign than any other season as well. So we're going to continue uh, to to do what we can. Um, I certainly have a phone here that I can I can be calling people and and urging them to get out the vote and things like that. And and that's that's what I'll be doing. I'll be using social media to get the word out as well. And and hopefully come. Uh, Come next uh, Tuesday night, uh, we'll have a good outcome. Representative Tim Butler, before I let you go, one last thing. The Illinois House GOP in the last half hour or so, or so put out uh, a recording uh, from you. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing, but apparently you're calling for <laughs> year-round standard time, not year-round daylight saving time, but year-round standard time. So if I understand that correctly, you'd be calling for a system whereby instead of getting dark around 8.30 at night during the summer to get dark 7.30 at night? Is is that but, really your idea? So, uh, so yeah, and I'd be happy to have a longer discussion at, uh, on this at some point. It's, it's something I've actually thought a fair amount about since since the Senate passed going to standard or to daylight time last year and um you know it's 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 something that i think uh, when you read some of the information uh from a health perspective it actually makes a little better sense to to go on standard time versus daylight time but at the end of the day i think having a discussion about getting of all getting us off changing our clocks twice a year is the, is the biggest thing uh and then figuring out what the what the proper time is to go to look i'm I like I like it being light in the morning as I get older. I get up I get up early in the morning and I like it light in the morning and I prefer it not to be uh, dark until eight thirty in the morning in the middle of December. That's that's my point on it. Um, are you going to put forward a bill to this effect? Oh, I don't know. I um, uh, we'll see. I mean, there obviously there was legislation in the Senate that passed last year. Uh, it hasn't gone anywhere in the House, and um, you know, as, as we look at legislation for the. Uh, for potentially for the 102nd General Assembly, it's, it's certainly something that I'm going to think about. You've seen, gen, you've seen the legislatures across the country um, have have legislation introduced on both sides of this. Um, and beyond that, I think it's something. If, if we're going to go either way, uh, we need to also talk to our neighboring states a little bit because you know we have a, a lot of Illinoisans who commute in and out of of Illinois to other states, and so it's uh, you know it's 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 it's. I think it's a much bigger issue than you're just saying, hey, one way or the other. I think I think we need to have a pretty good discussion on it if we're, if it's something we're actually going to um, that we're actually going to implement. Well, we got a lot of pressing issues these next eight days, but at some point after that, I definitely want to have you back on and, and hash this out a little bit further. In the meantime, Representative, get well soon. Thanks for taking the time. We really do appreciate it, and we're all uh, we're all pulling for you. All the best, Jim. I appreciate it. Take care.